My name is Melissa Ebling. And I am Lexi DeYoung. Welcome to The Alignment Show. Where we talk about fitness, relationships, business, and personal growth. And finding alignment with all of it. We don't just do, we listen to our hearts, souls, and intuition. And we run with it. Are you with us? Let's jump in. Hello, hello, Alignment fam. Welcome to another episode of The Alignment Show. It's your host here, Lexi DeYoung. And Melissa Jane. We are back. We are back with another banger. Today, we are going to be talking all about how to know if you are ready to start a fat loss phase, a cut, a... a you know, Operation Bikini Bod, if your bod is ready for Operation Bikini Bod. Because um, obviously it is that time of year, like summer is right around the corner. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you listening have been through many a diet. You have tried to lose weight many, many times. Um, and maybe it works and then you gain it back. Or maybe you have a really hard time losing weight. And it really shouldn't be that hard. Um, so Melissa and I obviously have dieted ourselves and we have helped many clients lose body fat. So, um, we kind of have a lot of data just in our back pocket about, you know, who tends to have an easy time cutting and a successful cut. Um, and who doesn't? Yeah. And everything we're going to be discussing today is important. These are in no order of importance, but just remember that even if you feel a little bit overwhelmed, it's okay. You can always refer back to this podcast. You can always replay it and really just do your best to prime yourself for a successful fat loss phase. So with that being said, I think the first big thing we can jump into is definitely nutrition. So if you are someone who comes from a background of constantly dieting and constantly reducing your calories and perhaps training six, seven days a week, doing cardio, um, you know, multiple times per week, more than just a little bit to keep yourself healthy because you have been trying to lose body fat for so long. I'm sorry, but you're probably not in the best spot to start a proper fat loss phase. Yep. And just like putting it the most simply that I can, you have to remember that to lose body fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit and simultaneously your body is adaptive, right? So if you have been eating 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, hundred calories a day and doing cardio, your body, and you're not losing weight, right? Your body essentially has adapted to maintain on that amount of calories. Not forever, right? That's why we reverse diet. We have a whole episode about that. Um, but to essentially your body, even on those calories, is not in a calorie deficit anymore. So you're going to have to drop food and add more cardio to create that deficit. And that is just going to be a miserable time. Like if you're eating 1600 calories, typically to create a deficit, you're going to have to drop food 300 to 500 calories daily, um, you're going to be freaking miserable, right? And then throughout a, a deficit to get your body to continue to respond, 
you have to keep dropping food lower, right? Like you're literally going to be living on a treadmill eating lettuce by the end of your cut if you start with already low food. So just make sure that your food intake is high and I can't give a blanket number because it's going to be very different for someone who's five foot nothing versus like a five, seven, five, seven, five, eight, five, nine woman with a lot of muscle mass. But, um, you just need to make sure that you are eating enough and that you have been for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when we say get your calories high, we don't mean like just push your food up for the heck of it because that's going to result in unnecessary fat gain. And unfortunately, Lexi and I have both been through that scenario. So don't make our mistakes, but there is a maintenance window where you are going to be able to eat at a certain intake within probably like a two to 400 calorie window that you can maintain on. And you want your intake to be at the higher end of that. If not just a little bit higher, putting yourself in a conservative surplus. And the general rule of thumb is we need to be eating at or above maintenance. So somewhere in the maintenance window for the same amount of time or more as you spent dieting. So really be realistic with yourself. We have had clients come to us who have dieted for years. And that's not to say, oh, you've been dieting for two years. Now we have to maintain for two years, but minimum you're going to need like, and again, we can't make a blanket statement, but I would say for your body to feel safe, like six months. Yep. And I do want to, I think six months is like a solid, if you, if you've been a chronic dieter for way too long, it's usually like six months, but, um, kind of going along with that. I do want to say too, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh fuck, like I do want to tone up a little bit for summer, or I don't want to like gain a bunch of weight going into summer. Like, and you guys are telling me I'm fucked. Like, no. Um, I think this is where reverse dieting does come in. And there are so many different ways to approach reversing that I think we could talk about that in a different episode. Like someone who like does really want to focus on building during a reverse, someone who needs to restore their hormones during a reverse, someone who maybe is already like at a heavier weight than they're comfortable with who is reversing. Cause you do approach it differently for each of those scenarios, but you could do a very slow reverse diet. So slowly increase your food going into summer. Um, and also within that, like be giving your body a bit more rest and you will at least maintain, if not better, your body composition, even just doing that. So I don't want anyone listening to this to be like, Oh, well, like now I can't, these people are telling me I can't do anything. Cause I know me, if I'm like, you told me I couldn't do something, I'd be like, okay, like, fuck that. I'm going to go do a fat diet. That is not what we want, right? We want you guys to just be smart. Um, and there are so many ways to look better outside of just dieting too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like it is very possible and very likely that you will see body recomp. You will see your body change in a favorable way. You might look leaner. You might look tighter. You might be dropping some inflammation, some water weight. And this is why progress pictures are so important throughout the process as well. So don't think if you're listening to this right after we publish it, you know, beginning of April, like, okay, I got a couple of months here to get ready for summer. Just because you aren't in a calorie deficit doesn't mean that you cannot improve your physique. Yep. Yep. And going along with that too, like I have clients who I've been working with for like two years and 
you know, it might be like, oh, one summer, like you're focused on reverse dieting and like maybe you're not like you have a few pounds that like you do want to lose. Okay. That's one summer out of the rest of the summers of your life. So do you want to spend every like April through July dieting for summer? Or do you want to, you know, take one year to make sure that you're in an optimal place and then for the rest of the summers of your life, you don't have to diet. You know what I mean? So think of it that way too. Yeah. But kind of back to our um, <laughs> original topic, I think the other thing right along with nutrition, it's just making sure that you're not doing um, a ton of cardio, which Melissa kind of touched on, but we have to, you know, look at cardio as a tool. So, you know, just like we need to be lowering food to create a calorie deficit, increasing cardio also does help to create a calorie deficit. So it's, I will never have anyone like doing no cardio and like not walking or anything like that. Like all my clients either have like a step goal or are doing some cardio, even if they're in a, a growing phase, but um, you do want to have it minimal so that you can add it in um, and use it as a tool. And if you're already doing a lot, you might be like, well, like you could just add in more. Like no one wants to be spending like two hours a day doing cardio. No, And also I will say, um, that can have more negative consequences than positive ones, just in terms of your recovery, the stress it causes on your body. Obviously that's just a lot of time to, um, but there is kind of like a limit to the amount of cardio that you can get to. So just be smart about where you start. Yeah. And that's kind of the whole foundation of putting yourself in a caloric deficit into a fat loss phase is you want it to be optimized, obviously, and you don't want to get to a point where it's dangerous. Kind of like we were touching on earlier, like you do not want to get your food down to like 1100, 1200, 1300 calories. And you don't want your cardio to be seven days a week. Like at that point, it's just going to be diminishing returns. Like you're going to be harming yourself more than you're helping yourself. Yeah. It's like, well, then you're going to have to gain all the way back to fix your hormones and like, whatever, like not good. And I think also just being that obviously we work with lifestyle clients and like our goal for everyone is like, we just want to make this like easy and fitness should make your life better. Right. You never want to get to a point in a diet. Like, yeah, you're going to be a little hungry. You might have a little less energy, but you shouldn't be to the point where like you have brain fog and you're exhausted and you can't stop thinking about food and you know, like you're sore all the time. Like, and if your food gets super low and cardio gets super high, like that's just where it's going to get. And like, it should be, I, I always say this, like the only thing that changes when you're in a deficit is like the amount of calories you're consuming, the amount of cardio you're doing. Right. And like it, your life and like the way you feel besides being a little hungry and a little tired, like really shouldn't change. So. Yeah. So those kind of cover the basics of like nutrition and cardio training again, should not change. You should be taking two rest days every single week. I mean, one of them could, could be active, but at least one full rest day, I would stick to training like resistance training or moving your body in whatever way you enjoy four to five times per week. Um, so that's more on like the logistics side of things, but then of course there's the intangibles that really go hand in hand. And I think we should definitely dive into things like sleep and stress because stress directly blocks fat loss because stress, um, increases our cortisol. And when we have a lot of cortisol going on, 
our bodies are not worried about losing fat. Yep. So for those of you guys who don't know, cortisol is your body's stress hormone. And think about it from like an evolutionary point of view, right? Typically, when someone was stressed, right, like they had to be in fight or flight mode, right? Like they're all of their guards had to be up, like, they were just concerned with survival. Um, So when your body's in a state of stress, it not only is not concerned with losing body fat, like it has a lot of other freaking things to do, right, that to stay alive outside of um, lose body fat, but it also often will hold on to body fat because um, think about it, like if a freaking caveman was stressed, it usually was because they weren't going to get food for a long time, right? So that's just kind of like a very easy way to think about it. Um, But yeah, I would say like the two biggest inhibitors outside of like nutrition when it comes to fat loss are for sure sleep and stress and sleep just sleep is when fat cells are, are released, right? So if you're not getting much sleep, you're not giving your body much time for that to happen. Um, and like I said, when you're stressed, um, not only does it just like directly inhibit fat loss, but it also really impacts other systems in your body, how efficiently they can operate, which obviously your systems, like even like your digestive system, your brain, your heart, like those all use calories, right? So like literally if you just think about it from like a metric point of view, if those aren't operating efficiently, like your body's just burning less calories. Um, and it also is getting less sleep will cause cravings, things like that. So I think that's really important. The, the third thing outside of food that I see inhibit, um, fat loss. I don't know why words are so hard, but it's just consistency. And, you know, one thing that I'm so big on with clients is like, you have to have the basics nailed down, right? Like understand nutrition, understand the importance of like getting in your water, being a consistent routine with hitting your macros, getting to the gym. Um, because, it will make fat loss so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bodies love routine. They love consistency. And the more that you can be in your routine and have that consistency, you know, getting in your water, spreading your food out throughout the day, all of that good stuff. It's going to make your body very happy because it knows what to expect because everything is very predictable and it's just going to operate better that way. Now, obviously we're going to add the caveat, like, if it's a Saturday and you sleep in and then you maybe hit legs that morning and then you like go to dinner that night, like, of course you're going to be a little bit out of your routine, but that is fine. That is part of life. But for the most part, right? Like, especially during the weekdays, the more consistent you can be. And especially at the end of the day, if you're just hitting your macros and nailing down what you need to, the process is going to be so much easier than any other diet you've ever tried. Yeah. It really just comes down to not even like doing the same stuff at the same time every day, but just having the basics nailed down, right? Like have the basics nailed down for Melissa and myself after doing this for so long, like getting in our water, getting in our fiber, getting in our protein. It's like, as, as Melissa sits her water is literally second nature. You know what I mean? And so it's not like we're adding in all these variables. Like if you're starting a diet and you're like, okay, I'm lower food, more cardio. And now I have to be consistent with water. And now I have to be consistent with sleep. And now I have to be consistent with getting in like my protein and my micronutrients. Like 
that's so much versus if it's literally just like, okay, I'm just eating a little bit less and doing more cardio. Yeah. A hundred percent. So that's something you can be working on even outside of your deficit is nailing down the basics, creating healthy habits. When you start your fitness journey, that way, when you do enter the fat loss phase, like Lexi mentioned, the only thing that changes are your macros and your cardio. Yep. So. Yep. And I think the last thing is just having your mindset in a good place, particularly around food or your body. Like I'm totally cool with wanting to change, change your body, lean out. Cool. I get it. We all have a spot where we feel good and that is fine. But what I will say after going through many a diet, working with hundreds of women who have is if you already don't have great, a great relationship with your body, acceptance of your body, and you don't have a good relationship with food, dieting is going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you're already food focused, watching the clock until you can eat again, trying to fit in a bunch of like crazy stuff into your macros, work on that first because dieting is definitely not going to fix it. And it's also just going to delay you healing your relationship with food. Yep. Cause it is just think about it this way. When you diet, like you have to pay more attention to what you're eating because you have less like food to play with, right? Your body's going to be hungry. So it's going to be asking you for food. It is normal to be thinking about food a bit more when your body's in a deficit. Um, and it's also very focused on like changing your physique. So you're automatically going to have to be more focused on that as well. And you do when you're dieting, and this is just the reality of it, have to be more consistent than if you're in like a maintenance phase or a surplus, if you want to see results, like that's just the reality of it. Um, so if you aren't already in a really good place, more often than not, I just see people end up in a worse place, you know? So just really, really make sure that you're in a good spot there. Yeah. hundred percent. So I think we covered like the triad here of, we got the logistics, like nutrition, training, cardio, we got the intangible sleep and stress, and then we got the mindset. So I know it's a lot, um, but you know, just ease into things, establish your healthy habits one at a time. You guys got this. Obviously, if you ever need help or guidance with finding a plan that works for you and your body and figuring out if you're really ready for a fat loss phase, we are here. You can apply for coaching through the link in the show notes, which will be down below. Um, but that's what we have for y'all today. I feel like that was a good one. Yeah. Good timing too. But yeah, also feel free to hit us up on um, our Instagram, shoot us an email. All that is in the show notes as well. But thank you guys so much for listening. As always, if you could screenshot, share, tag us on Instagram, leave us a five-star rating review. I don't know what it's called, but whatever, (laughs) you know, you know the deal. Um, That would be amazing. It does help us grow, um, which we're trying to blast off here. So (laughs) there's that, but uh, have a great rest of your day whenever you're listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye guys.